And now back to your regular programming. You've never heard less productive analysis. Heard nationally, it's the Believe in FCS Football Podcast with Joe DeLeon and Sean Anderson. All right, FCS Football Podcast, week five recap. Joe DeLeon, Sean Anderson, two former Rhode Island football players. Sean, I, I was having a good day. I was having like a like a you know a productive day, and then at the end of the day, I was like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get ready to tape with Sean. I'm gonna do my live stream a little bit after that, and then some. Am I invited to the live stream? Yeah, you're allowed to come if you're. Around. I saw we'll it was scheduled after. for eight. Um, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in on that. Yeah. Well, We'll, we'll talk. Oh, you're eager now. <laughs> whoa, whoa, what is shit. that supposed to be? <laughs> I'm just giving you shit. We'll talk about it after. Um, yes, yes, that was the intention. This dickhead who's delivering a 900-pound desk in slabs shows up downstairs. Uh, the other Jote believe goes down to get it. And the guy's like, there's an extra fee to bring it up. And before we can, like, you know, get our stuff together to say, like, yeah, we'll pay the extra fee, the guy just leaves. So we had to drag these giant heavy ass slabs up onto the elevator and get them on. And it, that was derailed the energy I had today because now I'm gassed. I'm, I'm out of energy. I'm completely dead now. Maybe go to the gym more. I went to the gym this morning. Don't give me the talk. Go to the gym more. Eat shit. <laughs> hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's your answer to me for everything. You've been taking a lot of shots at me on the show uh, as of late. And I, I, I yeah. you know what? Maybe we're on thin ice because I, I, it, first of all, the fee to bring it up, I haven't heard about that before. Yeah. Like, and it's sounded just like he was, it sounded like yeah. he was just trying to make some extra money. And if he didn't have like, I don't know, $200 on you in cash right there, he was just going to leave at the door regardless. Right. Because nobody wants to haul that stuff. It's heavy. And no. I'm, I, for a, a broadcast studio desk, they're very dense and thick. It's not like a standard it's not a studio desk. desk. It's a conference room desk, which is the, the, oh, the even worse God. part. You guys should have gone lighter then. Why would you do that? Yeah. So uh, here, I just have to add this other weird part in before we get to the week five recap, because we had two really good games. So we're like trying to get all as many of these slabs on the elevator as possible. And we're like holding the elevator. And this is like a five minute process. Not sure. that long, but like we're holding the elevator. At least you have and an this, elevator. Be this freaking guy. Yeah. This guy who was waiting couldn't have waited five minutes for us to finish getting them on and go up. Got onto the elevator while we were doing this, and we're just looking at the guy. I'm like, "Hey, we're, hey, man, we're we're trying to load this stuff." And he's like, "I just need to get up to the lobby. I really need to get up to the lobby right now." Like, is that not like just like the screw like, off? Like right, that's like that the weirdest sucks. behavior. Yeah, some dork. I'm getting I'm getting a middle finger in my direction because he knows exactly uh, Nick. Nick was really mad at the guy, so <laughs> I'm sure because that's not how you operate when people are moving. If you see that people are moving, do you have stairs in the building? Yeah, there's stairs, but why doesn't he take? He should have taken the stairs. If he saw that you guys were in the process of, and I hate having your back here. If they, if he sees that you're in the process <laughs> with a very cumbersome item to move up to a, in an elevator that you need an elevator for, he can use the stairs. And we were visibly struggling to get this into the elevator because they were heavy. Like we were dragging them. They were that heavy to move. And this guy was so impatient that he had to get onto the elevator and wait with us and take up space on the elevator. It was. So he people. rode the elevator with you up to the, up to the lobby. Yeah. For one with, stop with the full, oh he, my God. he, he was on it from the parking level to the lobby for one stop because he couldn't take the stairs while we were in the process of doing this because we were slowing him down. The stairs are faster. 
even if no one else is on it. The stairs are yeah. faster. Didn't look the, like he was doing a lot of exercise. the elevator for the for the amount of time it takes to close the door to open the door all of that stairs are, are it's substantially faster yeah some people are entitled and lazy seems uh, so. like it yeah uh sean week five fcs football we have two really good games that we're going to talk about with eastern washington falling to montana state south dakota state dominating missouri state so a lot of headlines there some other goofy things that happened this pack past weekend very goofy Goofy, wacky plays on a goofy, wacky weekend. Uh, <laughs> Sean, by the way, uh, we should get to the read. Um, I went 0 for 5 on my bets. I'm good. Uh, I'm, I'm out of money on bet online. Good. Again. <laughs> I wasn't gonna but say, you but, should uh, do it too. I'll, I'll get to the read. I'll get to the read. <laughs> okay. How come I, I just have to get to this? How come every time I send you something on Instagram, you leave me a red or you give me a thumbs down? You've asked me this before. How come? Because you're sending me the only things that you send me are like the really cringe, like, look at this life hack, or like, whoa, isn't this crazy? Like from someone in Russia made. You don't you don't like that? And then it's, it's got like American, like very broken English on it. That's why I'm downloading it because I I don't watch them. I don't. I'm not why not? You ha- if I have to watch it because that's just what has dominated my for for you page for whatever reason. I expect you to have to watch it also. That, see, that's why I know you're sending it to me. I dislike those posts so much that if I see them on TikTok or Instagram, I will go out of my way to hit the not inst- uh, not interested button to get them out of my feed, so I never have to see them again. So you are. You're feeding them back into my feed by me watching them. So I'm not going to watch them. I need you to. I need it. I need you to watch those. Dickhead. <laughs> um, it's like your your goal is like, how can I ruin Do- Joe's day? Well, More than it's probably already ruined. Somewhat. Here's what didn't ruin my day, Joe. Last Thursday, I hit an eight-leg parlay on Thursday Stop. night football. Stop it. Eight-legger. How much? How much was the? What were the odds? Don't worry about it, pocket watcher. No, no, no. What, maybe what I, maybe it ended up at around I don't know what, plus twelve hundred, maybe something like that. I it, it was it was I ended up with oh, very good odds. Wait, wait, wait. This all makes sense now. So you and I were having a conversation the other day, and I won't reveal the full context. And you were like, you you were trying to flex nuts on me about like how much money you're making, and and I was like, I know how much money you make. And then you 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 go like you don't know about my investments that's what your investments are that's not you that was the, not my investment you hit the part you hit the parlay investment. you hit the parlay and then now you're like this is how i'm going to make all my money this is no, where it's no, all going to no. come from that was not my investment <laughs> i'm gonna, if, I hit a, a, if i hit gambling a is not an investment for me it is the, if, if i right. had like an actual broker he would say do less of this if i hit an eight leg parlay <laughs> once a month I can retire by 35. That's that's what your logic is. <laughs> Look. All right. That is not my investment. Uh, it's okay. very good speculation by Joe, though. I have to yep. give his sleuthing ability uh, a, a verbal nod. That was not the investment. But you know what it was? It was pure fun. Because I went out to a bar and it's uh, to watch the Thursday night football game. It was filled with Virginia Tech fans. They all suck. Uh, I stole one of their big pretzels off of a table and left. That's what I did. Wait, did you really? Someone else's food. Don't care. Were they still there? No, no, no. They left, but they just left it there. I don't care. You should have taken it with you. It was delicious. Here's the deal. I I crafted up this this parlay. 
And then all they were showing was the Virginia Tech, West Virginia game. Go Hilltoppers or Mountaineers, whatever they're called. Go Mountaineers, Virginia Tech, screw off because you're ruining my bars. Went home, watched the game, had a great night. It made my awful Thursday into a fantastic Thursday because I gambled. And you can do the same at Bet Online. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information from live in game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BLEAV50, B L E A V 50, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Again, if you're a longtime listener of the show, you understand that this happens for me once every month and a half, maybe. All right. So don't think if it's your first time listening, I'm not on here bragging. I just have to take my wins when I get them. Big business, big business, Sean Anderson. Follow for more financial advice. (laughs) Young business, where you going? Uh, This is the Morty Jepsen show. Sean, I think you should do like, you should do those like, do this side hustle and retire early. And then it's just like you suggesting like link in bio and the video is like, okay, you're going to do a 12 leg parlay this week. (laughs) That's going to take your, your groceries and your gas. Aaron Rod, Aaron Rodgers to throw seven touchdowns, Aaron Jones to rush for four. (laughs) All right. Let's let's talk about these games. Um, FCS football. That's what this podcast is. That might have been one of the most. I, my energy is all over the place right now. I'm sorry for anyone who's, who's listening to this crap. Yeah, you sounded like Kawhi Leonard. Let's get this thing over with. Yeah, it was a big game for the FCS. It was a big week. Yeah, no, it was a huge week. Stephen F. Austin won 98 to nothing. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, so let's just jump the gun. So let's get to the one of the funny a show pick- of note that I know opened with that. The one you work for? Yes, they opened on Sunday. They st- did they let you talk? Did they call you in to talk about no. it? No. What about your hacks? What about your hacks? <laughs> no, so, they're very nice. All right, let's 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 talk. It's about a this. huge weekend for the FCS. Let's let's talk about this. I want to talk about that first because you jumped the gun and I don't want to come back to it. We're going to talk about the actual games that happened, but I know I'm screaming, Nick. It's a podcast. I scream into a microphone. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'll start screaming. Yeah, I don't. The soundproofing is not good. Um, this game, ninety-eight to nothing, is one of my favorite scores of the weekend. I haven't seen any highlights. You, it was hard to even find the box score. Statistically, not even that dominant of a performance by Stephen F. Austin. If you like, go into the nitty gritty of the box score. Unless they didn't, they stopped reporting stats, which is very possible. You think that happened? No, it was a lot of turnovers in yes. plus territory. Yeah. Which is sounds about right when you're playing a, an NIA school, I think is what they were playing. Yeah, yeah. The reason why this is hilarious is because they just didn't stop and that they scored 98 points. But the weird thing that happened is I posted the score on Twitter and I'm like, this is hilarious. Stephen F. Austin clowned on a random non FCS school. Colin was like on a witch hunt for like, proving that that score means nothing it's like he was on like a a, he was on a path of of righteousness to like prove that like we shouldn't justify this this is not impressive i'm like who cares it's fucking funny it's a lot of people had you in their witch hunt crosshairs this past week i was Uh, tracking that 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 i oh the comments on the youtube too this week for just random other things the south carolina coach and your your tweet about i'm like these guys, these people are really upset. They're upset with Joe. 
because their team is a bunch of losers. By the way, shout out to the FCS community for randomly just out they of nowhere. rallied. But like it wasn't even asked for. Like I didn't say yeah. like, hey guys, let's go after him. Like everyone and their mom was commenting just like shots that were really good shots. Like the South Carolina fans had nothing to say because they were all really funny. Dude, really what do you do that shots? What do you if you do if you're like a finance guy and you went to South Carolina and you just love the team and you're 32 and you're on Twitter and you're passionate and then you see Colin Sutrick and Chad Myros killing you and Kyler Neal? Yeah. <laughs> what do you do? Like, who are these guys? Like what? Like I was just mad about the coach. Like why are they? <laughs> I wear Italian suits. What do I? Yeah. I oh okay. I guess they got my number. I, I, we're so distracted this episode, but God. last thing with this, that tweet got so far of reach. A kid that I went to high school with and I played high school football with that didn't follow me, that works, I think, in finance in New York City, DM me and said, oh my God, I didn't realize this was you. Like it, that was like exactly what you're talking about. Nah. Like the, 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 you know, the, the finance bros from South Carolina discovered Sure. <laughs> Well, you got some run. I got to give you give you yeah. some. Uh, yeah, got a little bit of run. Um, I want to talk about the real games, though, Sean. Please. South Dakota State played against Missouri State, and I said this going into the game, and I've been saying this all season. South Dakota State has a really good defense. Adam Bachman has He's a stud. Made, stud has made that Jackrabbit defense so freaking good, and they showed up. Jason Shelley was non-existent in this game. Could not pick up any yards to the point where he had two interceptions, only 185 yards passing. And that defense only allowed 285 yards in their 28 to 14 victory. Big takeaway here. And I said this after the Iowa game, and I know that they were dealing with some injuries that South Dakota state defense is legit. That was why I think that they deserve more recognition than they're receiving right now is how freaking good they are on defense. Look at the hat I'm wearing, Joe. I got it. I is that the Jackrabbit hat? I couldn't. Yeah, because I actually, I actually, I actually bought uh, <laughs> a gear when I was in South Coast State. Um, but you know, it's, yeah, it's what it is. And, and nothing caught my attention that I liked. Oh, you're a hack. What? Um, There's just nothing I wanted to buy. <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. That was, it is what well, it is. Why, why cherish the memory? All right, Joe. Here's where it broke down for Missouri State. All right, there were three for twelve on third down when South Dakota State was six for twelve. We were both in the, I was in the meetings where you go over offensive anal- analytics and it shows you what you're expected to do on third down, how much you should convert on third and long, third and medium, third and short. At the end of the day, all that is out the window because you need to convert third down more than your opponent. South Dakota State did. That seemed to be the X factor in this game uh, uh, by all means. Good for Gronowski, four touchdowns. And then Missouri, uh, Missouri State's no slouch. They are not a slouch team. They are a good college football team. They will be in the FCS football playoffs and they will be a player in the playoff. All right. But it's a great win, a great win for South Dakota state. So I do have to tip my hat, which I bought from their establishment to South Dakota state. It was a very good win. Yeah. Um, Granowski though, you, you kind of hit on it there. The four touchdowns he had in this game, he's starting to look a little bit more in rhythm, which is important for, for them to have, a good finish to their season is, it is him like, getting comfortable. It seemed like when Oladokun was in rhythm last year, that's when they were really just steamrolling people. And it also. took a little time. Yeah. And it, it's going to take time when you're coming back from a season long injury 
and missing an entire year. Like it's you're not gonna immediately pick right up off where you left off. Like it, it's going to be a process before he is the same player that we saw him when they made that national championship run. But um, in general, though, I mean, like, where do you stand? Do you agree with me now that South Dakota State might be in that that top? They're the number two ranked team. How much more? How much more do I have to give them? How much more do we need to give them, Joe? I think they deserve to be because why is I, I've seen some because no one else can dab Montana. with their like, like Hunter Loopkey. That's why no I've one seen, else can do that. Okay, is that the only reason why you're putting North Dakota State ahead of them? I don't know who's stopping them. South Dakota State is. It'll be a great championship game. It'll be a Adam, great Adam Bach one on one with Hunter Lupke. Give me Adam Bach. I'm taking Lupke. Okay. <laughs> Sean, the other game did not go at all as I expected. Um, I, I said that Eastern Washington was going to hang a bunch of points on them and that they were going to air the ball out. And that really did not happen to the, the furthest extent. Somebody commented on last week's episode, and I forget who it was, but you were 100% right. I hate, I hate to admit that I'm wrong, but they were 100% right that. Time of possession and running the ball and controlling all those things, that is what was going to help Montana State win. And that's exactly what they did in this game. They won 38 to 35. Montana State rushed for 355 yards, mm. which is nuts. And you even wrote in here that they doubled Eastern Washington's time of possession. Yeah, Montana State had 38 minutes and 36 seconds. Eastern Washington had 21 Bonkers. minutes and, and 24 seconds. You, impressive to put up 35 points in that type of time that you have. But if you're not, your defense is just going to let you down if they have to play defense for that long. So that's the game. That's, that's the, that is the deciding factor in this game. You're not balanced enough. The team's talent wise, shockingly kind of balanced, but in all phases, but the way that they played the game and executed, I mean, Montana State was just ready. They were they were ready. They had a game plan. They said, we're going to stick to it. We're going to grind you out, and we're going to mm-hmm. win. And that's what they did. Yeah, grinded, grinding them out is, I think, an understatement. Um, Gunnar Talkington, if you notice what his performance was, he had a lot, like, really low yards per per attempt and per completion. And that uh, that's, like, what kept that time of possession in my eyes and kept them from putting up way more points and being able to air the ball out. Like we're used to seeing for uh, Eastern Washington, like the ability to stretch any defense, they kept everything in front of them and limited them to a lot of short completions. So like that's perfect defensive scheming. That's perfect preparation. Keep everything in front of you. Don't allow them to get beat. And if, if, you know, if you pick up a seven yard gain, it's not necessarily sustainable for an offense that is designed to pick up those huge, huge chunk yards. Here's the thing on paper. You're looking at this Eastern Washington. If you're looking at the box score, you're saying, okay, 201 passing yards, 148 rushing yards. All right. Some receiver, three, three passing touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns. You're sitting here. Okay. That's a good game. A lot of coaches are taking 35 points. Leading runner has 114 yards, two touchdowns, uh, and then a a well-balanced receiving attack. But two rush, two two members of Montana State rushed for over 150 yards. Sean Chambers and Elijah Elliott. You, you can't have that. Mm-hmm. You can't. You, you have to get big up front. Now Eastern Washington, notably, never been big up front. So now, where do you adapt? Do you get even faster and more dynamic on offense, or do you try to recruit bigger or, or try to develop bigger? You have to do both. Actually, 
this is not an and or binary question. This is a rhetorical question that I've lost the rails on. Uh, but Montana State just outcoached the hell. They just outcoached Eastern, Eastern Washington. They bullied them. One thing, though, that's a negative for Montana State, great that they won the game, but from what I've seen, Tommy Mellitz is down with an injury. So Sean Chambers took over, and I don't know what the timetable is. I It looks like he's out for the UC Davis game. I don't know how – I think it was uh, – I don't want to speak without checking the exact injury, but they did lose him in this game, which has happened with Mellet before, and we saw the problems that that causes for Montana State. I'm not saying that like we need to suddenly put them on upset watch, but you lose your starting quarterback. We saw the problems that they had in the national championship game. Just be a little bit wary if if that leads to some problems. I don't think it will. Like it didn't seem to disrupt the offense too much when Chambers came in. Um, but it's of concern that you lose your starting quarterback. Like that's the big negative from this game for for the Bobcats. It definitely is. You want your starting quarterback in, but it's always good to have a serviceable quarterback that knows the offense in and out, which it appears that Chambers does, or that he has a different trait that the offense can rely on. You pivot a little bit, and then you're still you're still working the best you can towards uh scoring points. All right, Sean, we got a couple one offers here. So We've been screaming this from the, the rooftops the whole season and the whole preseason. Villanova was way overranked, way overranked. And they got their first like real test this season when they played Monmouth, which is not like a as big of a test as if they played Delaware. Sure. But it's kind of a test. It's a quality CAA opponent. They lost 49 to 42. I'm not saying this is going to be the beginning of a collapse. I'm not saying that Villanova is going to only have like three wins. That's not what I'm saying. But this is a, a derailing game for them. And I think this is the proof that they're probably going to be a, a team right outside the rankings for the rest of the year, as they probably should be. Well, you were screaming about this uh, uh, ranking a little bit more than I was. I understand. I yeah. understand where you were coming from. Villanova still a pretty strong CAA team with the amount of players and talent that they lost. I didn't think they should have been ranked that high. I'm not taking as much joy in this that you appear to be taking. Uh, but it was a good game. I mean, 49-42, not your typical CAA game. Those are normally 28-24, to 28-20, to 21-10, whatever, you know. But I, this, this, it's just a – I don't know how you can revel in this. They scored 42 points. It's an offense that can score. Right, right. No, and it's – it's just bad. It's it's something that's uh, you know going to detract. I'm from happier your for Monmouth. I'll be happy for Monmouth, yeah. who came into the CAA. But you've always kind of been a bit of a hater for Monmouth. I, I, how am I the Monmouth hater? I don't know. I feel like you've always been a Monmouth hater. hater. Fuck you. I'm a Monmouth hater. You've always been a little bit of a Monmouth hater. What are you talking about? I'm a you. I hate you. That's what I hate. Why? You. Because you're lying. You're putting words in my mouth. I feel like you've always kind of been a little. Na- I, I'm, maybe I am making that up. Maybe maybe that that is uh, me who making are you, that who up. Who else are you talking to about Monmouth? <laughs> uh, you. You're projecting then. Because I, 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 I don't think projecting. I've ever said a bad word about Monmouth. <laughs> uh, Sean, I know that we're going to get to this a little bit more in fat stats. But holy shit. The Fordham versus Ohio game. Now, Fordham didn't get the F- FCS FBS upset, but they almost did. 59 to 52 in one of the gaudiest statistical games, which we were tagged in multiple times. And I've a said lot, this a, a lot of tags. I, I've said this a million times. 
DM us and tag us in fat stats Please. that you think are deserving. I it love it. Helps. It makes me happy on a Saturday when I'm angry that none of my bets are hitting. And it's like, oh, you know what? That makes me feel a little better. Notre that- Dame is just barely edging out UNC, all this stuff. Yeah. Just I, barely. Yeah. They they smack them and then they let them back into it. Don't, don't, don't. don't. What? Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, I'm just, no. I'm just I also giving the listeners I, an example. Of, of I didn't watch the game. Saturdays. Instead, I watched Texas because I bet on them to cover and they lost. Yeah, Lubbock was losing their mind. Also, go screw a uh, Texas Tech fan that pushed the Texas guy. You, you would be our hack of the week, but we have I, I've, I have a select few people to, to mention for that. Uh, do. the, don't If you're rushing the field, don't ever touch the, the player. Don't do yeah. it. Yeah, because if the player touched the kid, then you yeah, know, he'd be yeah, in prison. Yeah. Right. So completely d- d- just a trust me, shitty that's, double standard. That's ex- That's excellent restraint by the Texas football team because yeah. knowing our team and our proclivities for fighting after oh, the, game oh. with the people that we played. Yeah, no, it would not have considering there were fights that broke yeah. out after games yes. that did involve fans. Wait, what was that? Yeah. Will we average four a year? At least three. Yeah. And, and it was always like same, it was always one particular defensive back. <laughs> no names will be mentioned. <laughs> Sean, we did have an upset, though. Uh, Colorado State, poverty-level FBS team, continues <laughs> to absolutely suck. Suck on it, Colorado State. You lost to um, Sacramento State, who I'm high on them, man. I'm high on Sacramento State after the game. But I still maintain no one cares about Colorado State. No, they don't. You're Here, a bunch of bombs. Here's what I care about with this, okay? I have to give credit where it's due. Fox College Football has been keeping a tally this year with a graphic that they tweet out just on their own. I don't know who's asking for it. I don't know who in that department of that Twitter and social media is deciding, hey, let's keep a tally of how many FCS teams upset FBS teams and we'll poll which is the most impressive. I love that. I love that. Who did that? Who's in charge of that? I need to know because that, why, why isn't the FCS doing that? Maybe, maybe I'm just not seeing it. But the official FCS Twitter account should be doing it. Everybody should be doing it. Uh, yeah, it's I think a, that's a, a lot to ask props. for the for the guy who who works two hours a week on that account. <laughs> Jeez, okay, we can't get into that rant. It's like but, a but, he's like a freelance intern. Good for Sac State. Yeah, good for good for Sac State. Uh, love to see it. All right, holy crap! There's a lot of fat stats. Uh, yeah, uh, there's a lot of scoring this, gonna, this week. Right, Not I'm, gonna, a lot of I'm gonna check my email while I let you do this. This is gonna take a while. Okay, well, you do that. All right, fast <laughs> stats. Kidding, go ahead. I'm, I'm excited to hear these. We got a lot this week. A lot of 50-point games. That means that you're going to get a look from, uh, from 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 Big Sean Anderson when he's scrolling through to make sure if you had a fat one. We got a lot. I don't have the number in front of me, but uh, it definitely over 10. Let's start it off. ETSU running back Jacob Saylor's 18 rushes, 170 yards, three touchdowns. You rush for three touchdowns as a running back, you're going to get a mention on fat stats. Jackson State quarterback Shadur Sanders, 40 for 51, 438 yards, four touchdowns. He did throw a pick in our final voting. Maybe that comes into it. Shadur, again, another uh, uh, participant or, or nominee of fat stats. It might be five for five for him or four for four, whatever week we're on. Florida quarterback, uh, another perennial this this year, uh, fat stat inductee. Quarterback Tim DeMorat. 27 for 35, 461 yards, seven touchdowns. 461 yards, seven touchdowns against Ohio. Insane. 
Now, all you hacks that said I couldn't do this, you watch out. All right. Fordham wide receiver, Fotis Focosiolis. <laughs> oh, I was supposed to spell it. I forgot that I was requested to spell it. I did it well. Right? Say it again. Fotis Cocosiolis. Should I bring in Alex Tosopoulos to come give us the correct uh, pronunciation? Do you want to? I think no, I he's good. I don't want to disrupt him. He's very I think busy. Everyone said, can't wait to see how Sean pronounces it. Go screw. 13 catches, 320 Coca, Coca yards. Cocosiolis? 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 Is that what you said? Cocosiolis? Sorry. I said it properly and didn't say it five times in a row like you. Can I get through Co- the statistic, Cocos- please? Stop Cocosiolis? jumping into my segment. Cocosiolis? <sighs> 13 catches, 320 yards, and four touchdowns four of Demorat's seven passing touchdowns went to fotis cocosiolis there you go joe richmond quarterback reese Yudinsky. oh familiar name here we go 35 for 42 357 yards five touchdowns in a route of stony brook i mean routed them made them look stupid Dartmouth Dartmouth (laughs) running back Nick Howard 24 rushes 186 yards two touchdowns fat stat for the Yale guy I'll give him a nod Monmouth running back Jason Sheridan 22 rushes 211 yards two touchdowns Villanova running back Jalen Jackson 28 rushes 187 yards three touchdowns Delaware quarterback Nolan Henderson 30 for 43 296 yards five touchdowns and a pick three more to go people Alcorn State running back Jarvion Howard Bet you didn't see this on your dash. 24 rushes, 295 yards, four touchdowns. And then Stephen F. Austin as a whole, eight passing touchdowns with four different quarterbacks. And finally, UT Martin Zach, uh, running back Zach Wallace, 11 rushes, 204 yards, two touchdowns. Joe, wake up, please. Who, Sorry. who is your uh, selection here for, for the fat stat of the week? I know we have a lot. I can't overdo it. I can't, I can't overthink this. By the way, I, I think it's kind of disrespectful that the uh fcs account tweeted out that udinsky was the winner for this and like he's got a great stat line but like let's be real here let's be real here tim de Morat, who is on a tear right now statistically 461 yards and seven touchdowns are you freaking kidding me he is outdoing himself on a weekly basis that's that that is significantly more impressive than anything that's on this list i don't you named a lot of really good stats a lot of really good stats but come on now you know what? 461 yards, seven touchdowns. No one's going to touch. There's going to be like maybe one other performance close to that. I'm going to Jarvion Howard. 24 oh. rushes, 295 yards, four touchdowns. That's 300 not yards a, on not, the ground. Not, I'm giving not. a nod. Come on. Boo. Why? Why? You just don't want to. Jamorat's going to be on this list every single week. He's going to be the winner. We already know through four weeks. Shut up. He's one fat SOB. We need to get him on the show. Dude. Should I set it up? Hey, Tim, how do you feel that you've just been annihilating teams this year? <laughs> how does it feel that your stat line, like they would need to get a surgeon in there to remove your back fat from your couch? It's, because it's, lipo- it's, it's blended together. He's going to need lipo and then he's just going to fill right back up and then need lipo a second time. They have to weigh Tim DeMorat at the zoo. Because that's where the industrial skills are. That was like, <laughs> that's where the uh, <laughs> So you still canceled, I guess. I don't know. I listened to it. It was a funny joke. Wait, what? Fat people at the zoo. Oh, Look it up on YouTube. It's kind okay. of funny. All right. All right. Uh, hack, hack, hack of the week. week. Can we get to this quickly? Yep. All right. 
don't know how to address this. The worst bit I've ever seen on Twitter happened twice. I like Twitter interactions. Joe likes Twitter interactions. We have a good time on Twitter. A lot of people, you know, okay. People like reaching out, giving thoughts, saying, oh, you good show, bad show. We like you. We don't, we don't like you. You missed on this. This is an incorrect pronunciation. Okay, I liked your stat there. Whatever. We like the Twitter interactions. But this past week, twice, the gentleman from South Dakota State decided to do a bit where it was strictly counting numbers to, to generate notifications on, on my cell phone and Joe's cell phone. Now, the bit to annoy Joe, I love. But they didn't realize, or maybe they did, and I'm just a, a big dumb rube, that I'm getting all the notifications. <laughs> and I'm just trying to play the COD beta. Uh, I'm just trying to play the Modern Warfare 2 beta. And I'm just getting just destroyed with notifications. Because I had too much apple pie on Thursday night, watching Monday night, uh, Thursday night football. God forbid people want to talk to you, Sean. God forbid. You weren't annoyed that they counted up to 30. Yeah, they're just trying to they're trying to get your attention. They were trying to get your attention. <laughs> yeah, they didn't know I was tagged in it. They just you could have tagged they me knew and I would have responded. They knew you were tagged in it. I wasn't tagged in it though. Yes, you were. I didn't get any notifications. Did you mute them? I didn't did? mute them. You I wasn't tagged in it. You muted them. No, 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 because one of them commented later on that like, oh wait, Joe wasn't tagged in this. Joe so wasn't tagged in it? Yeah, one of them tweeted that. I am Please keep doing End the this. show. End the show. Please keep doing this. At Joe Dillon, at Sanderson Radio. End it. Hack City Subscribe. on YouTube. Drive sick. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.